As sentient beings, we find ourselves thrown into a world that inflicts immense pain and suffering. So having the option of a graceful exit should be seen as a basic, universal human right. Since our existence is better to never have been, we should all have the right to die. Welcome to the Right to No Longer Exist, a Right to Die podcast, featuring your hosts, Kevin and Danny. In this show, we attempt to change the perception of society's views of voluntary euthanasia and what true autonomy could look like. Welcome to the Right to No Longer Exist podcast, the Right to Die podcast. Uh, we have Ethel Blaze with us, a special guest that we're excited to talk to, um, and also Danny. And uh, how are you guys doing? Nice to, nice to see you. Hey, hey man. Glad to be on here. Glad to have you on. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, it's it's it feels nice to you know uh, talk to sane people because like I, I I think of myself as like an alien on this planet who's surrounded by ignorance and apathy and stupidity, and so when I like talk to like-minded individuals, it it's like yeah, it's productive. It makes you feel you know, you're getting something done. You know? Yeah, same here. Yeah, it does feel like we're kind of like living in a spherical psych ward where only a few people actually get it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like it's everyone else is acting sane because they, they think they're doing sane things by, you know, perpetuating life, creating life, all these things, whatever, eating meat, all these things that are abusive. And I'm walking around being like, wait, this, this to me, this seems like all of you guys are the insane ones. <laughs> like, I, I feel like I'm the, the you know, the nurse at the mental ward not the even though they would say that i'm kind of weird and crazy about my thoughts on life and i'm just like no no i don't think so i I feel you know i got it all right i got it all together and you guys are nuts you guys are the crazy ones (laughs) especially when it comes to the right to die because how evil is it to force someone to live when they don't want to live how cruel you know is that and anyway so yeah uh, Blaze, uh, how did you first get into this um, whole philosophy or, or the right to die itself? I was uh, like, ever since I was uh, like 11, 12 years old, I just wanted to you know, like check out. I was like, nah, just, this is not this is not for me because I was born in Pakistan and, you know, abusive mother, you know, like all this was, like religious indoctrination, all this crap. So I had to basically deprogram myself completely. And once I started doing that, I, once I became an atheist, I was like, okay, let's look at reality for what it is, rather than these silly notions of, oh, there's a God controlling, there's a God uh, behind all the all this crap, and now he's hiding somewhere. Now he's Now you can't see him. He's nowhere now. But he created all of this. So I was like, I can't believe all this stuff. I looked at reality for what it is. And there was like, the conclusion that I came to was, we're all going to die anyways. So why am I prolonging it? Why are these people prolonging it? What's the reason here? What's the necessity to live another day? And I never got a good answer for that. Never. So I was like, hey, I want to check out. But then I thought about it. I, I used like... I had a knife. I was like, yeah, I'll just cut my hand or something. But the fear came and I was like, no, no, I, I, it'll hurt me. So I was like, 
why can't i just go peacefully how about i just go to sleep and just forget about all this nonsense just don't just don't wake up in this false reality that they that they're that they're made up and they're imposing on everyone else that no you have to live by our standards this is life and this is how you have to live and hey if you want to get out we won't allow you to get out but i can get out by using the violent means like like knives and ropes and stuff but i can't get a peaceful way out and that that's that what angers me and that's why i i fight for this i i argue for it on my youtube channel i curse these pro lifers because i'm just sick of this shit i'm i i think it's a disrespect it's a disrespectful thing to that you will say to me no we get to decide when you die you don't get to decide that what the fuck is that i i this so that's how i came across this and i like you know i look for methods i look for you know different ways but the main point is that people should be should have the empathy to recognize that this is a individual being who has come to this conclusion and his right should be respected that he doesn't want to exist anymore that's his right we can't force that on them. no matter what we believe in no matter what delusions we have this is an another individual brain we don't know what's going on in that brain and you know it should be they he the the brain should make the decision for the body like if if it doesn't want to wake up tomorrow that's his decision yeah exactly yeah uh... You know, the problem is, you know, the preventionists, you know, they're forcing people to end their lives violently instead of in the peaceful way that we want people to go. But, yeah, there there is no logical argument to suggest that we should remain. Nobody can give it to us. They say this is right. So they impose their will upon us. And I think forcing anyone to remain sentient is the worst thing you can do i mean it's, it's an act of terrorism it, it's an act of torture it's it robs us of our autonomy it damn is, i mean if the human yeah. rights were consistent you know they in their values they would at least you know recognize the unconditional right to die as a legitimate struggle but even they are pro-life they only care about issues pertaining to people who want to continue their existence. Yeah, yeah. and I like I have the philosophy I have uh, my philosophical view of existence is promodelism and that is that for a sentient being it's always better to cease to exist. And I can give the logical arguments for that. I can give the argument that hey, tomorrow is uncertain. The future is uncertain. and the uncertainty shouldn't make us say oh yeah let's be reckless and yeah let's just keep doing it it's, it's so fun no the uncertainty should make us say hey let's let's pause let's you know we don't know what could happen we don't know what what shit awaits a sentient being so should cease to exist and i give that argument and i don't i can't find any counter argument to that fact that it's you know the uncertainty and the risk of suffering and more more importantly like i just you know when i became vegan i looked at what they were doing to chimpanzees and uh, lab rats in 
in these testing medical testing and stuff and i was like i don't want to be a part of this i'm 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 my dollars my my money is going into this system fuck this i don't want to be a part of this i don't want to impose suffering for my whatever like what what are we actually doing here what is going on here besides just uh, getting hungry and shitting and sleeping and then the other day the whole thing happens again it was just so stupid and this is imposed suffering so i don't want other sentient beings to die for my existence and i know tomorrow for my consumption there are going to be sentient beings who are going to be tortured and killed and i don't want to do that so that's why i'm checking out i want to i don't want to be a part of this system this system is fucked i don't want to do anything to you know perpetuate the system nothing and no yeah. one has the right to force you into pro life servitude i mean we were all forced into this relationship with life <laughs> by our parents and if we don't like this relationship we should have every fucking right to leave it now that's one of the things that i get so frustrated about about the current right to die movement you know uh they're not really the right to die at all they, they believe that you should have to earn it through massive amounts of suffering first even in even in places like uh belgium and the netherlands i mean people think that they have the unconditional right to die they don't it's all medical control i mean who who in the fuck is actually qualified to tell anybody whether or not they are ready to end it only you're qualified to do that i mean no Oh, you got a PhD. You're a doctor, so that yeah, gives you... you know what's going on in the other brain. You can't know that. But this is this is arrogance. This is uh, saying, "Hey, we can make the decision for you. We have this uh, because and uh, most people like you know these God freaks. They're like God has given you this life. You can't mm-hmm. take away your life. God has given you this life, and I'm like, well, well, yeah. what kind?" God would force me to live, live in a shitty system. I guess my parents are God. Yeah, they suck. <laughs> yeah, they gave they gave us life. Our parents gave us life, and they're saying God did it. Well, He didn't put the penis into the vagina. You know, he yeah, did it themselves. And and they they gave me like, oh, be grateful for your life. And this is again this 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 pro life. crap that this is religion like have gratitude yeah. look others are look, look at your look at these other people look at how much they're suffering be grateful and i'm like this is look. not this, this shouldn't make me feel grateful this should make me feel depressed really? is, i i've got better and i'm saying fuck this this is a sick game and they've got it even worse so i should be more depressed by this fact not grateful yeah yeah great point that's so I mean, true because it's it's the arrogance of of even just saying that and, and having that thought process you know like well at least i don't have this xyz you know like so now i can feel better it, so you're basically just walking on the heads of other people's suffering in order to get across the lake you know <laughs> you're stepping yeah. on their bodies of suffering just to i made it across the lake i'm the winner and it's like wait what why 
how is this winning at all? No, you should be in the fucking pit with them, fight, fighting a war with them against, you know, suffering and sentience. I mean, it's, sadist, it's a sadistic mindset to get off and feel relieved because other people are having cancer or in a war-torn country. I mean, it's, so, it's such a sadistic and cool that's, thing. That's the thing with health, you know? Like, why does it... What is pain and suffering always about? Well, I mean, just going back to what you said, I, I just think it's huge to make that point that whether it's, you know, medical issues, whether it's psychological issues, what, but like that should all be irrelevant. You shouldn't have to prove yourself to anybody. It could just be a philosophical notion that life itself is the problem and suffering itself is the problem here. And some people just don't like it. They don't like to walk around and just see the homeless people starving or they don't like to watch, you know, drive by the car wreck and look by and be like, Jesus, look at that mangled person. You know, like that alone should be enough for a reason to check out. And people can't grasp that notion, you know, that it's like actually my business for reasons why I want to check out. You know, it's it's that's not that's none of your business. This is my own personal business. <laughs> I don't have to prove it to you, especially some stranger. You know, you always you always have to kind of prove it to some doctor or therapist or or two of both, and um, it's very uh, it's very infantilizing, you know. And the parentalism in the medical community is disgusting and putrid and condescending. Pisses me this, off. <laughs> this ties in to the whole procreation thing. Nobody question. Nobody has to provide a reason to give birth. You can be a crack addict or a heroin addict and give birth to a baby that's a form and you will not be held accountable. And you can, you can, you can give like, you can have like your fifth child before your 20th birthday and send them all off to foster care. You can, uh, make hundred thousands of dollars being a surrogate mother. I mean, there's no limit to, you know, procreation. So if there's no limit to procreation, then there should be no limit on who can get to die. It's like, it's my body, it's my fucking decision. Yeah, and the, this was like, I had a conversation the other day with, like, you know, at work with, you know, a couple of, couple of pro-lifers. And, like, I, they, I we were I was talking about antinatalism and, like, I brought up promotivism and I was like, hey, but why do you want to wake up tomorrow? It's like, you know, why do you need to do that? And they just gave, oh, I want to, I want to. And why can't I say the same thing when you say, hey, why do you want to die? Oh, I just want to, I just want to. I, <laughs> I, I mean, I have good reasons to make the claim, but why can't I say the same thing? Hey, I want to die. Just, I don't need to give you a reason. Who the fuck are you? Go fuck yeah. yourself. And it, it just, and they, she, she's like, she was saying to me, I was like, why would you, why would you, why, the why question is the, you know, what, what pisses them off like it's my choice to put any baby in my body it's my choice and this brings me to these pro-choice feminists and you know, i'm just sick of them too and it's like okay if it's your choice then why isn't it my choice to take a chemical and go to sleep why isn't it that my choice no, you you can't do that. You can't do that because the world is intertwined. So if you do that, your parents are going to suffer and all of this and that. And I give the simple argument, man, listen, the, the suffering that will be, the sadness 
that my parents and my loved one will go through which like you know it's it doesn't last that long to be honest like let's say even if it lasts for you put that on the scale and the suffering that will be imposed by my perpetuation of living just one being if you put them on the scales and logically look at it you know the right answer is to get out so yeah and like they say no but we want to live so okay i want to die i want to check out and they, then they give me this uh, stupid argument if you really want to die you'll you'll find a way to die if you really want to die and i'm like this is so disrespectful you're disrespecting yeah. suffering and you know like if, like and she says she says to me after that uh, my friend she killed herself and you know how she killed herself she drove in the car and went straight down the hill that's how she killed herself i'm like that's horrific wouldn't you want her to check out peacefully wouldn't you want that and it's like no no if somebody wants to uh, kill themselves they can find a way and then i just give them the stats so you're saying the the uh, the 19 million failed suicides every year they actually didn't want it to kill themselves i mean it's so sadistic it's so yeah. sadistic yeah it is it, uh... you know it's like we got pain receptors you know we evolved to avoid suffering so that's why it's hard for so many people to go out violently so yeah. I, mean, i would hate to see anybody i hate to see anybody doing that but the blood's on the hands of the preventionist yeah, exactly and, and the and the problem is like once someone dies it's over and so these people get that once it's over, like at a, at the funeral right they're crying and all sad and that's fine but they're they're also saying well at least they're not suffering anymore like even they will admit that that's the case <laughs> but they don't realize that they're admitting to the fact that like they're they're proving our point for us that you know what what's the point of suffering there is no point there's no redemptive value to it so why perpetuate it you're going to die anyways we're all going to die anyways so you're going to be sad anyways if i die a natural death or if i go out peacefully and i like i wanted to be like hey let's party let's have a suicide party right let's party let's let's smoke let's all do all that and then let's check out like be like be happy about it be happy about the fact that the being will no longer suffer the being will no longer be subjected to uh, uh, an uncertain uh, game of suffering of what could happen what i could what what could happen to me and like also i give this argument to like you know you never know some something gets in my head some i get hit by a ball or something and i go out and start killing people and you know raping and all this this shit could happen this brain is like there's no free will like there's no like yeah this is uh, uh, this is in our control no these are all the environmental forces all the societal pressures again and this is one of the things too like if i raise a child for example like not, not birth it like a child i raise it and i tell him the truth that this is what's going on in this world he's going to come to the same conclusion the fact that people are so pro life isn't uh, because there's some uh, genuine uh, will to live i would say no it's because of these environmental factors it's because everybody the, all the movies everything you know 
all the TV shows, it all shows that, yeah, we fight and we go through it and then, you know, we live. So that's how they've indoctrinated us. That's how they've indoctrinated So they've indoctrinated the, uh, the kids to keep playing an addiction game and then die later anyways. So yeah. that, that is suicide too, right? That Like being alive is basically, I argue, is playing the game of suicide. Playing the game of life is playing the game of suicide. <laughs> it's so risky. It's so uncertain. You never know what could happen. And it's just, what the fuck? Why are you stopping me from getting out? How, how, is, how does that does that even come in your head to say to someone that no no you should live like it's just arrogance human arrogance we were forced from the void and someday we'll be ripped we'll be torn back into it so all we're arguing is to let people take the shortcut to where we are already hitting you know yeah and like if they're really concerned about people dying and you know killing themselves and all that they should stop procreation one of the quotes that i use is g1 hong's quote it's like it goes something like this uh, the, a potential person who, who isn't born is going to be immortal because he doesn't have to die right <laughs> yeah that mortality you not going to die is immortality right so if you weren't yeah. born you aren't going to die. So this is like, and and they's, they'll, they'll pretend that, yeah, we'll do some magical thing in the future. We'll become immortal. And that's just, you can't win against the universe. These physical forces, momentum, heat, all this stuff, cold, all of this, you can't win against it. Let's get real. You, you're like, we're so insignificant in terms of the whole, uh, this whole physical reality of just, stuff banging into each other that's what's yeah. going on and we're we're just part of this mix and people and use techno- people use technology too to, to continue their hope that things will get better you know they're just like oh well com- we've got cell phones now and computers or whatever and it's just like that's it that's all we got after 500 million years is some cell phones and some you know like you know word game you know puzzle games on a cell phone or whatever texting and it's not an impressive argument to me because people like the transhumanists will say stuff like that like eventually we'll we'll get to where we have some hybrid of this sentience robot utopia and it's not it's not ever going to exist and even if it did imagine the price that we paid to get to that point right exactly like that. and how many people are going to have to die and get tested on and, and whatever in order to get to this fake utopia that will never happen i mean these people are no different from religious kooks who believe in the messiah the messiah is going to return he's going to take us to a paradise so this is like <laughs> a, an atheistic religion that's what yeah. transhumanism is and it's like nobody factors in the fact that you know we're tribalistic you know we evolved to be domineering so who's going to control that technology and plus you know we were we're not built to be satisfied you know so if we get used to like an orgasm for too long it's just going to be just going to feel lame you know because <laughs> we're addicted we want more we will always want more if we get to yeah. that's like a heroin addict basically you shoot up, it feels great, and then 
and then before you know it, it's just, it doesn't do anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. then you're just trying to evade the suffering, not after the hit, you're trying to evade the withdrawal symptoms. And that, that that's sadistic. And these people are happy about it. Well, be happy. Don't worry. Be happy. Just just focus on yourself. Just just, just get your cash. Just, just do all of this stuff. Like, I don't have any motivation to do this crap, to swim yeah. in this blood of yeah. beings. I don't want to do that. It stinks here. Fuck this. Yeah, and then they try to get you to run, to race the, you know, chase the cheese, so to speak, with like, just get passionate about a new hobby or, or something, you know, just start painting or whatever. And you're just, and I've done it, right? Like I've done all kinds of things, music, photography, whatever, all these things. And they last for what, a year or whatever. And then I'm back to this square one scenario where I just got to find some, there's new a new deprivation that's developed where I'm like, that's not enough now. Now I have to find some new hobby to, to all it really is, is distracting you from the reality that life sucks. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah distract escapisms. Yeah. And I argue the best escape is death. If you really want to escape this shit reality, yeah, death. Be dead. That's the best escape. Or yeah, be not be born in the first place, which I argue is what happens when you're dead. You know, you go back to the same default of non-existence, of fail-safe, of no pain, of zero. And again, they don't understand this. Like zero is not a negative number. Zero is not negative. That's yeah. one thing they just don't understand. They they think that coming from minus 20 to minus 10 is an achievement. So you have to keep perpetuating that. But you're still in negative. Yeah. Once you're alive, you're always going to be in a negative state of being because you're at the risk of suffering. And what could, what kind of suffering that could be? And once you're dead, once you're not alive anymore, basically, there is no risk. There is no, there is, until you can prove me otherwise that once I'm dead, I'll go to some hell, which is just insane. There's no counter-argument. Yeah, and you, and it's like, they're not even, and you, they're, like, it's, it's an unended argument in a sense where, like, you're never going to get people that have died, not even from suicide, just from cancer. They just died, you know, whatever. We're never, ever going to bring those 120 billion people back to, you know, send a survey out and say, what did you think about your death? Would you do this again? And I yeah. guarantee nobody would. They'd be like, no, it was a hell piece of shit. You know, you might get some theocratic Nazi, you know, or I mean, theistic, you know, freak that might be like, yeah, life is, it was great. And, and like, good for you. Right. But like, it's such a rare occasion that like someone just lives a fulfilled life their whole life. You know, I mean, it's, I don't even, I, I can't even think of one. But anyway, yeah, like to come yeah, back from death, nobody all these knows. All these preventionists are basically telling you that it's better to someday get cancer or liver cirrhosis or heart disease than to take something that will just put you to sleep. And, you know, life life is a problem. An absence of life is an absence of problems. So what's the fucking problem? Yeah. Oh, we got left. Couldn't have said it better. Oh, uh, what? I'm saying it's as simple as that. Couldn't I have said it better? Um, so yeah, what do you think about activism and how that should work? And then 
you know, how, how are also are these other right to dies groups? Like, is there anything we can utilize with these other right to die groups or are they kind of a failure? Because we are different in the sense that we're, we're promoting a universal right to die. So like our, our activism might have to be a little bit, a little bit different or approach it a different way or, or, you know, kind of act like rogue, you know, rogue grassroots movements where we don't give a shit about what people think to a certain degree. But uh, yeah. what do you think about that? I I would say like the, with, with the activism thing, like do whatever you can and, you know, whatever's in your power, you can write, you can make videos, basically change the perceptions about, about suicide. And, you know, also like with these other right to die organizations, like I, 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 I want, it to like the right principle to win that and the principle is that it should it sh it should it shouldn't be conditional it shouldn't be that hey like it should that is obvious a person on the deathbed suffering that is obvious that yeah they, you they have their they should check out that one should be obvious we shouldn't even be fighting for that and most of these right to die organizations they like they, they talk about this, that, hey, if you're terminally ill and this, okay, then let's talk about uh, assisted suicide. But no, that that is just, that, that that's not what it should be about. It should be about the fundamental right as an individual, as I should have my own autonomy to just say, I'm done. Like my words say, I'm done and that's it. No other questions asked. No other bullshit that hey no wait, wait a minute are you mentally ill or are you this or are you depressed or this or that this is this this shouldn't even be part of the subject but yeah. yeah they're so far away from you know so that's why yeah you have to start with the principle that is the the, the grassroots that is you know fight well, that, for the autonomy and i think i think the other equation is to get people to think about life in of itself and how it works because yeah if we don't get people to <clears throat> be rational about like what life entails they're not going to be rational to say hey everyone can get it at any time they want so that's another important thing and you know religion is a barrier uh the optimism bias you know we got all these barriers that we have to fight against but you know what's so sad is how, how like like optimism bias and pro-life stuff and be positive and all these things and whatever or even just religion aren't enough for people to like watch true crime documentaries for example and like watch literally a, a multi serial killer you know steal people and bring them into the woods and chop them up into pieces and i, I mean how many hundreds of times this has this happened you know like to me one of those events aren't worth the entire existence of all species on planet earth ever it really isn't for someone to be skinned alive and whatever you know some horrific thing that has happened at multiples i mean just so many times and yet we accept it we're just like oh my gosh that guy's a psycho put him in jail and that's that's the end of the conversation is just that guy's messed up? No, because if you put him on death row, you know, and and, and kill him, just another one's being born. The second he dies, a new one is being born that second, ironically. 
And it's so ironic, like when they put put them on death row, they give them the the peaceful way to check out, right? Yeah. The, so it's like, oh fuck, you you have to be a you know a, a murderer or something to to check out peacefully. That that then okay, the the murderer, the the uh, you know the the person who tortures others. Yeah, he has the right to go out peacefully. We're gonna catch him and we're gonna give him the lethal injection. But no, you can't. You have to die horribly. You have like you know the the victims of that murderers. Yeah, they have to die horribly. Like I can say, like if I go out, there's some lunatic going around. Uh, I, I if I know in my street there's a lunatic going out uh, going around and he's gonna kill everyone. He's killing people. I wouldn't want to. I would not go outside. I would stay in my home. I would say, yeah, I just, I just want to stay here. It's safer. So, yeah, I want to. It's unsafe in this world. So I want the peaceful way to get out. This is, this is just no counter argument to this simple fact that it's uncertain what could happen to me. You can't get even the religious people get get this sometimes. Like my my dad is a religious cook. He he even said to me when I was kid, like. I can't write it down on a piece of paper and sign it that I will be alive tomorrow. Even he accepted it. But they still just, I don't see the disconnect. I don't see how that, how, how they can't connect those dots that, okay, if it's, if anything can happen, then yeah, it should be, you should be like, oh, let's just get out. Yeah. I mean, don't get it. We are born to be butchered. We don't know how we're going to be butchered. You know, it could be by cancer, it could be by a car wreck. It's like you get out before it's too late. You know. Yeah. And, and again, you people. Sorry, go ahead. Oh no, I was just saying that makes perfect sense. I mean. Yeah. yeah, and again, you don't have to be like suicidal or something. You can just recognize that. Hey. I'm a I'm an addicted psychology. I I'm addicted to playing this game of torture. That doesn't mean somebody else would be too. So I have to. I can, even though I'm a retarded person, I can still respect the right of some other person to just say, "Hey, I don't want to play this. I don't yeah. want to play a game of what could happen. Who knows what could happen? I don't want to play that game." Yeah, I get I get I get so frustrated with these legislations and, you know, reading up on like made in Canada or or some of the Belgium medical models. And and I'm seeing these things about all these things, requirements you have to do and these things. And I had a question in there, but it it was it, it just it makes me so annoyed because why are we why do you have to prove to anybody that you're good enough for to, to not suffer. I mean, you could have any other scenario in the world and be at a party with a stomach ache really bad. And you're telling everybody, oh, my stomach's killing me, guys. Everybody in the party is going to be like, okay, where's the Pepto-Bismol? Get it. This guy's suffering. You know, but when it comes to the right to die or suicide, they're just like, I don't know, figure out a way. That's your problem. You know, hang from yeah. the rafters, buddy. I don't know. That's like, they just don't care. This, this glib arrogance drives me nuts i had an, i had a separate point to that i'm sorry but anyway. yeah it's like, like um you have to be assessed by doctors i mean okay you're a fucking doctor what gives you the right 
to dictate when I re-enter the void, you know? Yeah, and these other places, too, are really uh, exploitative where they capitalize on the fact that they have a niche option for giving pe people a graceful exit, which, which is great. But what it, what is it, $10,000 to, you know, yeah. just even get it? And, and not to mention you're traveling to get there and uh, the application fees, whatever. I mean, it's in the end, it's probably, what, 15000 or whatever. Um, yeah. That's that's not available to basically so many people. I mean, the majority of people can't pull that off. Yeah, for, for like 40%, 50% people in this world live under $2 a day. That That's their, and like, these are the facts. And like these people say, oh, we're feeling so, our life is just so good. And they don't recognize it's at a price. It's at a price of these other, like in third world where I'm from, people work for, like anything they'll say okay just give me a job i'll just work get me a job i'll just work and they know this their desperation right these capitalist motherfuckers everywhere in the in the rich countries they'll just say yeah yeah let's exploit their desperation and this is sadistic i was just, it reminds me of something i was telling danny uh like yesterday or something where i was just thinking you know, humans, when they have motivation to do something, they're, they're pretty resourceful. And you know how quickly we came to, you know, the governments and whatever, we came to, to all get together and create, you know, hundreds and trillions of masks when COVID hit. And the vaccines, I mean, they just came instantly, or not instantly, but you know what I mean? They were manufactured just, you know, so fast. And, and it's like, so frustrating where i was just thinking like something like nembutal if it was something where they knew the demand was high but there wasn't this taboo behind it and illegal and all this crap uh, it would probably be two cents a bottle you know what i mean like we would find yeah. a we would find a way to to make it so available and, and honestly that this kind of right that we're talking about this human right should be part of our taxes we don't even have to pay we shouldn't even have to pay for it it's just a free option as part of our taxes of living <laughs> and being a wage slave is yeah. having having the right to to die. So that Nembutal in in, in in a perfect world wouldn't even cost anything. It's just free. You just get it. Huh. Yeah, they don't want that because uh, if you're gonna uh, if the, if Nembutal will be freely available, then a lot of people will say, yeah, just fuck this. Let's get out. It's an easy way. And uh, they these capitalists don't want that. They want you. They want to suck your blood more. They want to. Uh, make more profit out of your endurance and you know it's so like that i think that's one of the reasons why you know that, that's why i argue like like call them out call these capitalists out call like just just say to them that hey well you don't have a right to force life on me you don't ha have to, to perpetuate my life you don't have a right to say no you have to live and if you and they know that uh, there's a fear. They know the human psychology. They know that there's a fear of, you know, choosing a violent means. And like the people who do it, I like I just admire their courage, like jumping off a building like that. That requires so much courage. I've been on the edge of my balcony before. I've been like, yeah, I just got to jump and that's it. But it's just the fear just comes up and that's what they exploit. That's why they won't legalize this peaceful way because the workers will just say, fuck this. 
Like that's the best fuck you to this to this pro life capitalist society. Just checking out. I mean, there's you you can't you you just stop having kids, or even better is just you check out. Just say fuck this. I don't want to be a part. I don't want to be pay for this. And even with the taxes thing, right? Like with our taxes, they're going to these to these schools and you know a public all this public welfare and that is pro life. People have kids. So we're basically paying people to have more kids, right? In Hungary, over here, you, they incentivize you because a lot of the population, it's you know, they don't they don't have kids, so they incentivize that. Hey, have extra kids, and we'll give you this this much money. Yeah. And so that's where my money goes to when I invest in the economy. It's all a circle, right? My my investment in this economy. Is going in that is going to that pro life perpetuation, and I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to this. Uh, I don't want to like it's a like in Mendem says it's a friend Freddy's nightmare. This whole life thing perpetuation of life. It's a, if you look at it for what it is, it's it's worse than a Freddy nightmare, and I don't want to pay Freddy at all. I don't want to give him a single penny. So that he can exploit and uh, exploit other animals, exploit other human beings. I don't want to be a part of this system. Fuck that. <laughs> and it's going to end anyways, right? You look at the collapse that we're we're in right now, the economic collapse, and then the the climate change. It's they're they're gonna and it's happening right now every year. Like around five million some some people die from uh, you know the heat waves. You know. Uh, the what do you call that i forgot the word this is a technical term but like basically increase in the body temperature and they die so it's happening right now but they'll just close their eyes close their ears and just walk through it just walk through the through the bones and skulls just walk through it hey you don't like walking through it something's wrong with you and i'm sitting here like what something's (laughs) wrong with me yeah you know what you know what's crazy i I had a point to one of your statements you know both like the left wing and the right wing are pro-life here in different ways okay the right wing wants to ban abortions but not give uh, children any kind of financial help but the left wing you know they want to make it easy to procreate the left wing wants to like you know uh you know, free health care, you know, more money for children. You're already poor. You can't afford the child you have. So if you have five more, you get more money. So, and you get uh, free daycare or they're pushing for free daycare, maternity leave. Uh, you know, free... they, had a, they had a check last year, didn't they? For like 3000 or so. Every parent, all you had yeah. to do was be a parent and you got a $3,000 check in the mail mm. or was it for 1500 i don't know but it was just like <laughs> come on i mean everybody is fucking pro-life the left the, the right the, the even i would argue that most right to die organizations are pro-life because all yeah. is something has to be wrong with you so yeah, I, or, I mean like, they don't even think about the path they don't even think beyond the i must be six months terminal 
that that's all that's their limitation of thinking about this whole thing and they don't yeah. even and that and that's only one percent of the population just why, why do you are you so re- careless and reckless about the 99 percent of the people that want the same gift as as you do and and uh, yeah, they I- seem to not care at least in my so far my response their experiences talking with them they just don't even they don't even want to talk about it yeah I mean, even i sorry sorry uh, even when they when i talk to these uh, like feminists I, i've talked to a lot of these feminists and they're like yeah rights women rights the right to an abortion i have the right to take whatever pill i want to end the pregnancy yes yes it's your right then why isn't it my right to end it? and and this uh, late like <laughs> end this pregnancy that happens you know like mm-hmm. is it they don't want to talk about it when it comes to that they don't want to talk about it they don't want to talk about uh, like and even with the with the animals right they say yeah animals should be euthanized hey, animals should be euthanized and you know they should have the when they're suffering you i i basically say no like even for the animals i use the same argument they're part of this game too they're part of this risk cycle you never know they get cancer you like you know it is just so uncertain so even they should have the right to be euthanized and they get that right they say okay yeah euthanize the animal but why can't this animal euthanize himself yeah. why why yeah. why and no answer they just yep. evade they just that's that's where the pro life comes so even these sjw feminists they're they're all blue pill pro life they they don't actually they're most of them aren't for the rights of human beings they're just a part of a group oh i am a group i were part of this group thing this yeah. is the frippy bullshit it's no it should be obvious that a person has the right to do whatever they want with their body right you feminists believe that so why can't i do that why aren't you fighting for that why aren't you going out and fighting for euthanasia yeah. nobody wants to do that i know Except it's it's so you, weird I, it's so only- oh, yeah, yeah no i was just just saying it's just, just so weird how invisible that is that this human rights issue is and yet black lives matter or whatever you know that's they're on the street protesting with signs i mean there's cops out there it's a whole event it's on this it's on the six o'clock news um you know fine but to me i'm just like wait but like you know how many millions of people are trying to kill themselves every year how is this not equivalent to that that's all i'm saying Dan. i mean i think it's the biggest human rights issue in the world that makes it worse because nobody cares about it even the pro-choice community is pro-life to such a large degree they only talk about abortion they don't Okay, but they also believe that you should have the right to use your body to create a future corpse. And none of them are talking about that body's right to postnatally abort themselves. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it, it's so, like, these, they, they, they put, like, they, like, they put the woman on the pedestal. Look at, look at women. Women are so this. Women are angels and this and that no first of all they're they're the same like they they eat and shit too they cause messes too they eat animals too they harm animals too so that's bullshit in and of itself and like second of all like if if, if when it comes to their causes yeah we should all protest but when, when it comes to our cause no 
Even fucking Bernie Sanders, who, you know, is probably like the left as you can get. Like they ask him about death with dignity if it could if it should be federalized, and we all know dying death with dignity is bullshit. And he he was like, uh, I'm not sure. I think there's a risk. I think it should be a states' rights issue. And I'm like, oh my god! I thought these people were against states' rights. <laughs> and yeah, now, and what's the risk? Hmm? And what's the risk? They say, what what am I going to do? Like, if if there's a, a, a easy access to Nembutal, will I start going and killing people with that? No, we can't allow you to allow Nembutal because you might kill someone, murder someone, murder someone else with that. But I can murder them with a knife. I can murder them with yeah. a gun. I can murder them. With... It just doesn't make any sense. And yeah. I, I just don't know what's what's the disconnect. In America, anyone can get, basically anyone can get a fucking AR-15, right? <laughs> yeah. They can impose harm. You can't kill, you can't poison somebody with Nimbutal. It tastes too bitter. Yeah, you exactly. got, you'd really have you'd have to be more strategic about how to get Nembutal into yeah. someone's mouth than you would just to shoot them. Yeah, <laughs> that's ridiculous. The, those slippery slope arguments are weak. I think they've been refuted yeah. pretty well because just the average person isn't going to buy that. Like, and 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 yeah, you know, let, let's just say it was legalized overnight. Like, there's obviously going to be like a a a. a a steep curve just like anything right like all the people that genuinely want it would take it and those numbers would be really high for the first week you know first month whatever but eventually there would be a point where all the people that actually want to live they're going to be like I, I'm, I'm cool i like living life yeah. so that's cool let's go live your life go do what you want to do and have fun with your stupid silly life and your stupid notions of purpose but <laughs> but like you know allowing others that don't want to participate in this game is is should be you know obviously allowed and that's it yeah that's just just like they forget about all the suffering that happens in the world they, they just forget about it and just live with their lives just forget about this just you do you people want to live forget about the others who don't want to live that's it just why, why are you against it what's the reason to be against it i yeah. just don't it's just so stupid the only thing I go, sorry, buddy, go ahead. <laughs> All it is is a bunch of like subjective opinions. I mean, these pro lifers, they're the it's a cult, really. It's a I mean, yeah. we're all trapped in a pro life cult, and there's there's no way out but the hard way at this point. Yeah, so. and I don't think I don't think we'll be able to, to. I mean, I don't know. What do you think, Blaze? Like, do you think we'll be able to ever? get rid of the taboo and stigma related to this subject uh, uh, and normalize it like we would i don't think it will because a majority of the world is still religious i would say and uh, like they just kind of go against this fact that like no every religion has this right because i i used this argument before as well like with when i was a kid and you know talked to my religious friends and i used to say hey listen man try to understand this don't you think that this they, they thought about this before before making all these rules that hey you're either you're going to go to hell or you're going to go to heaven 
if you repent all your sins and you're forgiven and then you're dead you'll go to heaven so why don't we just pray one last time repent for our sins and go to heaven no suicide is forbidden suicide is forbidden that's what they realized early on that's yeah. what they were like hey they're going to choose that way and again like it's all about what what you program the head with right these people i i give this argument to that you know they these taliban in in afghanistan and stuff they they use children they indoctrinate those children and they put the life uh, jacket suicide jacket on them suicide bomb jacket on them and they go and they blow up this blow up the whole base so yeah it's all about what what you fill the brain with at the end of the day so they filled it with that and they used used a kid to get what they want and they explained them that hey when if you, you're going to die for god and then you're going to get 72 virgins in he- heaven or some other kind of bullshit like that and they believe it right so this was one of the things so this is why i think until religion gets until we get the re- religion thing out i don't think we'll get this kind of right yeah, yeah. Actually, i mean but even <clears throat> even non religious countries don't have it like yeah other like like in uh, like south korea well they're losing population people are having less kids so uh, they're against you know they have different reasons uh uh the czech republic i think is 10% religious they don't have right to die laws so i guess they're yeah. nature worshipers they have yeah, their own, like religion i would yes. say like religion uh, when i when i say religion i would say that's just this the pro life religion so to speak let's like the the notion and and a lot of people aren't even like aware of it a lot of people aren't don't even like think about the fact that hey what's the average death do you know what the average death is do you know your prospects do you know that's going to happen to you so if we put this out like if we if if we get a a survey or a poll or something like that and write the question in a you know in a, in a in a way that you know they'll understand that hey it's better to die peacefully than die the average death it's better to die that so i should have the right i should have the access to check out when i want because i don't want to do the average death that's just crap and like my and and this whole thing of my family and they'll be sad they can rational people can recognize that they're going to be sad anyways when you die no matter how you die you can't change the sadness and for that that blame the blame that to the parents who brought you here blame that that suffering to your parents because they killed you they once you give birth you've killed someone so yeah yeah you know, about you know you mentioned afghanistan reminded me of this horror horrible story i watched on cnn this little child this i think he was like a year old malnourished and his heart stopped and the cnn camera crew was there he was a cobbler afghanistan and his heart stopped he from starvation so this fuck this doctor you know did this little you know used two fingers and resuscitated this poor child back to life his war was fucking over and now he has to struggle through the rest of his life to me that is so evil that's on par with just rape and murder the cruelest thing 
you could ever do is like I think you know why can't we like air airdrop Nimbital in places yeah. like that? You give people a chance to escape Afghanistan or something when they can't otherwise. Yeah, it's and it's horrific. Like, like what's going on over there with women? And you know, it's just like you, you imagine being that person. Imagine being born in Afghanistan. And like, I, like I, most people over here in Hungary. Like, I, I was talking to this guy. It's like majority of people like living. And I'm like, listen, dude. I know you wouldn't want to be born in Pakistan. I'm from there. I know for a fact you wouldn't want to be born there. So quit this bullshit of, oh, the majority of us are happy. And then I give this argument, okay, like if nine out of 10 women like being raped, would that make rape okay? Yeah. And it's just, <laughs> it's, right point. It's like, what, it's, it's irrelevant if you all, nine, if, Eight seven point nine 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 billion of billions of people are happy. Even just one says, "I don't like this." It should be their right to just say, "Fuck it, I don't want to be a part of them. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be imposed in this life. I don't want to keep doing this cycle over and over again of being born, chasing your addictions, dying. Being born, chasing your addictions, dying. I don't want to yeah. do this over and over and over again." And yet we keep doing it everyone keeps doing it and all these we see all these deaths all these wars all these like war crimes and we just kind of think that's an isolated incident and we've learned from that and we'll never do that again you know but the next war that rolls around all you hear you hear news stories about the same exact thing happening and it's like we're never gonna learn like we're really not we're just we're just we're a failed evolved species that are just have language and we think, you know, it's cool to talk about notions of things, but I mean, I feel yeah. like we've we've hit the pinnacle kind of of any sort of ethical, you know, lifestyle or worldview of any kind, and and even this is is a pretty sad state. I mean, yeah, I, I, and get back to your question of uh, you know, will it ever happen? I, like probabilistically, like it, it's going to. Like the world is going to shit pretty soon. It's going to go to shit. And once they, most of them start suffering from the heat wave, then they just might say, okay, let's check out peacefully. We don't want to die this far. When the shit falls on them, right? When they're, yeah. when they're on the on the deathbed, so to speak, metaphorically, then they'll say, yeah, just end. Like, like I've been, I've had, chicken pox once uh, in my life around like i was 19 20 something like and it was the worst experience of my life and only three words were coming out of my mouth please kill me please kill me please kill me that's it that's those were the only words coming out of my mouth so i think when a lot of people will just start saying this please kill me i'm in pain then they just might say okay just give them the name you talk i again i i it's arbitrary. Like future is so uncertain, right? You never know what could happen in this game. And yeah. again, I don't see why don't why, this reason should be enough for you to say, let's check out. We don't know what could happen. Let's not impose uh, these. Let's not impose suffering. Let's not create victims tomorrow, please. Yeah. 
I think it's just that apathy of not experiencing anything, any personal experience of said situation that makes people so careless. And so, you know what I mean? Like a, an actor might have a brother that died of some funky cancer or some rare disease. Now he's a big advocate of this rare disease and he sets up a nonprofit or whatever for this thing. And, you know, and it's like, it's if he's doing a good thing, that's fine. But it's, I always go like, why did you have to experience your brother? Like, dying from this thing to give a shit about this certain thing why can't you be okay with sitting back and looking at the bigger picture and be like wow this is going on this and that this and that that hundreds and thousands of this and that is going on and then come up with an equation about what was worth really worth living you know for anybody with so many risks at hand yeah exactly uh you know it reminds me of another news story i've seen you know watch a lot of news uh, um there was this guy who's like two-year-old died of leukemia so the dad is was doing a run for cancer charity event to raise awareness about childhood leukemia when he's the one he's 50 percent of the reason that that child got leukemia he may not have expected it but everything that happens to us is the result of being brought into this world. So, you know, a rational minded person would have said, well, you know, maybe I shouldn't impose the risk. Maybe imposing the risk in the first place was where I fucked up. But instead it's like, okay, let's raise awareness about childhood leukemia. Yeah, exactly. They, they don't want to solve the problem. They want to like, again, this ego thing comes Oh, Look, I'm doing something. Look, I'm, I, I, I made a response video to this, uh, you know, this woman who, who lost her son to suicide. And she just like, instead of going out and saying, yeah, uh, instead of this horrific way to die, let's just talk about it and then go out peacefully, say our goodbyes, get our closure and then go out peacefully. Instead of doing that, she just per perpetuated this whole pro-life thing of, uh, you know, you are enough and you are complete and this and that. And I'm like, what the fuck? You should be going out and saying, hey, we understand what you're going through. And yes, this is your right. And you can check out. We won't give you this guilt. Again, it's not just about forcing to. It's about guilt tripping as well. You, you, can't, you shouldn't be guilt tripping me. We're saying, hey, we'll be sad. Hey, don't go. We'll be sad. Wow. That, that, what the fuck is that crap? You people are scared. <laughs> If if they say that you're enough, then you should be in, you should be enough to be respected. And if you are denied the right to die, you're disrespected. Exactly. Yeah. It's like you matter, but fuck you at the same time. You know, fuck your desires. Inconsistent. Yeah, I'll be. It is it's inconsistent because it is this constant. I'll be sad if you go. What about me though? My what about my feelings though? And it, and it's like. I, I, I would feel guilty. Yeah. I mean, I would feel guilty in general, but don't make it, don't make me feel more guilty about the guilt I already have about knowing yeah. and thinking that I am going to hurt some people along the way. There's no way around it though. That's this part. That's part of this whole life game is yeah. people are going to die and there's attachments to those people and they're going to obviously be sad, but that person suffering though is, should be that all that matters. You know what I mean? Like you could say, you could even say, I'll be sad if you go, but I would fully support your decision, you know, to go if you yeah, want. I mean, also, I just want to make a real quick point. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, we were forced into existence for the same reason that we are forced to live, and that is to satisfy the desires of others. We're going for a collapse right now. Let's find peaceful way. Let's get the right of of the peaceful pill, and let's just all check out when we want when when it's when it's the time. So you know, you really can't argue against the earlier you you get out, the better, because people exactly. obsess about this potential, the potentiality of what this person could have done. And, you know, you could, who knows what you could have done. You could have been the next rock star. You could have been the next Einstein or whatever. First of all, how, how, how rare does that happen? You know, that you're the next Michael Jackson or whatever, <laughs> but like at the same time, like you're preventing future harms that are potentially just catastrophic. I mean, the kind of pain we just can't imagine, you know? You, yeah. Or, or you could be a serial killer or you could die from cancer or you could die from this or you can or you can be shot or you could be stabbed to death because you said something against religion or something or you that could, be could... The one... sorry sorry go ahead <laughs> i'm just saying that could have these things like this is so like one-sided bullshit oh you can you've got so much potential you've got this you've got that and i hear this like a lot of people say to me that, hey, you, uh, online, right, when I'm on Reddit, I'm just, they're like, okay, you, you, you make good arguments, you can do this, you can do that. Like, dude, like, I don't need to torture my body, perpetuate this body for arguing or something like that. I can just record it, I can make it documented, and that will exist. I'm not, I don't have this ego notion that I am important, I am something great no what comes out of my mouth you can say okay that's good but for that i don't need to torture my body for that i don't need to subject my body to the risk of torture for that and it's all about the risk of torture for me i i can be tortured or i can torture someone else and also the the net suffering that just by existing i'm i'm causing torture just by existing i'm i'm killing insects i'm you know I'm living in a place where a bunch of shit died and it's like, it's going to, if it perpetuates whatever, like whatever my consumption is, I'm adding in the net suffering. And when I check out the net suffering is ended like that, that's the win. That's you prevent the suffering. That's the only win here. Prevention of suffering is the only win here. There's not no other way to win this game. And procreation is the best form of prevention. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's so crazy to think about, you know, most people who are pregnant, most women, they already have a vision of what their children are going to be like <laughs> without even, without even being born. You're far more likely to create a rapist. You're far more likely to create a victim of uh, rape or murder than you are an Einstein or somebody who actually made some kind of contributions to the world yeah uh, probabilities you have to recognize that hey you can't just make shit up you have to look at the probabilities and make decisions according to that be rational look at do math and it's like oh these people are just so far far from reality and that's I mean, the hard I'm part not... oh, sorry I think the hard part about being rational about this, though, is the fact that it is such an emotional topic. So 
you know, I can grant them that, you know, like this is extremely emotional to think about, especially if it's a loved one, you know, that's gone or something. But at the same time, it just doesn't matter. Like we need to be rational about this and reasonable about prevention. Like you said. Yeah. That's the, either you're for the truth or you're for the lies period. The truth (laughs) is prevention of suffering is the only win here. There's no, we're not accomplishing anything. The, The universe doesn't need us. The universe doesn't need intelligent humans or any of these sentient beings. This is this is unnecessary suffering going on every second, every minute that we speak. Like uh, like this whole conversation that we are, like, and how many people committed suicide in this? How many people were raped? How many people were uh, went through this? How many animals were tortured? How many cries and how many screams have been, uh, you know, be, been been es- expressed by sentient beings? just in this past one hour and it's like you people think you're doing something that's worth it you people really think that they do and that's only an hour hour. you you think about 24 hours a month a year a, a million years holy shit you can't even contemplate that suffering. I can't even put in words how much, like, it's so hard to even think about it. And it's happening. It's not, it's, I'm not making it up. It's happening. It's, it, these are facts in the universe. Yeah. And they just want to, just close your eyes, close your ears. They yeah. just want to do that. Yeah. In fact, we're in, we're a gnat in their ears. And it's like, how the hell can that be the case when, when we're sitting here? on the sidelines screaming like please no death no suffering hello like this is a nightmare like someone fucking right now is hanging themselves from a rafter you know like right now guaranteed just just do the numbers it's right happening right fucking now and it's a it's a no no see no here evil hear no evil see no evil kind of thing you know just if it's not happening or if it's across the world or, you know, the, the other, they do the otherizing thing a lot, you know, it's, I don't know, but if I don't know about it, then I'm not quite sure if it's actually happening. <laughs> it's sadistic. That's like, my life is worth it. So it justifies like billions of years of suffering or a million. Yeah. Of years of suffering. Yeah. And they don't have the, the, the balls to say that. Yeah. Give a kid cancer. I'm worth it. My life is worth it. Go rape someone. I'm worth it. Say these words then. Yeah. And then yeah. when you say these words, then you'll recognize, hey, I'm being a stupid fucking asshole. Or even That's just... Like... Go ahead. Sorry. It's like, you know, with, with the rape thing, it's like one out of four girls in America, I don't know about the world, but in America, one out of four girls are molested before they're... 18th birthday it's like that's that's a 25 percent chance of being raped before you're 18 and it's like would you impose that risk on yourself you don't have any problems imposing it on someone else so i see these natalists you know they're like so happy that they're going to have a girl well a girl is at risk of experiencing yeah. something that would destroy the rest of her life yeah, or, yeah. Or these like go ahead, sorry. Oh, I was just saying these funny like uh uh what's the word? Why can't I think of the word? You know, the the, the just people that are 
just like care about the environment so much and yet they'll have poor kids and i just want to be like did you know that each one of your kids is creating like what is it 20 cubic foot tons of footprint carbon footprint whatever yes. it is. you know it's There's an insane <laughs> life has a price life yeah. has a price and somebody and it will be paid in the form of pain and suffering that's the only real currency here that's the only real value it, that's the price for your perpetuation of life yeah and consumption and it, to get there yeah and all of the stuff clean water you know hygienic food all of that it's a, there's a price being paid for it for your comfort there are people there are sentient beings who will be tortured that's just the rules of the game i didn't make it that way i'm just the messenger of reality yeah, same here. So I, I certainly the hell didn't. That's a cute cat. I uh, certainly didn't yeah. this system, but <laughs> it's like, you know, my iPad. How much, you know, these people who made this probably worked at a Chinese sweatshop. You know, it's like. Well, so it's, it's funny. Like, hmm? Or your cat, you know, it's funny. Your cat your cat has more rights than we do, you know? Yeah. <laughs> your cat should have a sign on its on its body little little thing it says haha fuckers i got more rights than you <laughs> yeah. yeah and it's, even live with these animals right when it's their pets right they care about them no, no. but yeah it's okay go ahead torture that pig so i can have a bacon sandwich i mean it's just i mean i think we should all be treated like dogs yeah. i mean that in the most merciful way possible you know that's usually used yeah. as an insult which is weird. But yeah, we should be treated like dogs. We should be able to be put down when we want. Well, we should be yeah. treated the way the way that how dogs are treated. Like all your loved ones are around you. They're petting you and they're loving you and they're there for you. How could our deaths not... Why should our deaths not be any different than that? Like we want to die. All your family comes and they say their goodbyes. You even help them with any issues that you might have with each other. You know, relationship, drama, whatever. You hug it out and be like, yeah, I'm sorry too. Yeah, me too. And now they're going to live the rest of their life with that forgiveness that they wouldn't have had normally if they committed suicide, you know, in, in secret. So yeah, it, all your family could be there and it's it could be this beautiful moment i mean there's there's footage of of that already happening in documentaries like the people that are obviously supportive of the right to die you know death to dignity or you yeah. know, voluntary euthanasia like you can see that it happens the people that are supportive are there holding their hands they're playing music mm -hmm. and they're like happy these, these people that are going they're like happy and they're they're so grateful that their loved ones are there with them and like by creating a prohibition of it you're now eliminating that whole aspect of a value, a valuable part of their life. Probably you could say one of the most meaningful points of their entire life. Yeah. And again, this is one of the things that you compare it to uh, some other way of dying. Like, you know, you're on, you've got some uh, debilitating issue, some debilitating disease, and you can't even speak now and you're on the deathbed. Now you can't even say goodbye to them. And, like, why don't we just prevent that? Why don't we just uh, give uh, give everybody this, this uh, you know, uh, like, what's the word? Like, hey, it's okay. You want, you want to check out? It's okay. We understand. We will be with you. We will be right with your side. We support your decision. And 
yeah maybe if you do that i might even say okay i'll live another week let's party for another week or something like that they don't want to do that they, they just want to get you like the average person just wants to get you back in circulation get get you back to comply get you to addicted again get you to submit to this capitalist bullshit and ironically it's causing more people to commit suicide because they're not being validated a lot of people you know I'm not, I mean, I spoke to so many people who are alive today because they have the peaceful pill. They have that little control in a bottle. I spoke to people who wanted to die, then found a group like us or something on like uh, sanctioned suicide. And that's therapy for them because, you know, the, the therapist, you know, their, their therapists are not getting it. Yeah, the therapists are just capitalists. Again, they I use this argument too. They they pay them a lot of money because they they'll get you back in the game. They'll play with your head and say that just get you back to uh, the slavery. Yeah, be a slave. It's it's good to be a slave. Hey, think about it. It's good to be a slave. Be a slave. Be a part of this slavery for another year, another two years, or whatever, and just keep on going and take these pills. Yeah, they'll, they'll, if you get these thoughts of the, the reality checks that you'll get, you take these pills and, you know, you'll be, you know, okay. You'll be like, yeah, yeah, no, no problem. And they make uh, you like the, the gaslight you into thinking that you, all these thoughts that you've had about suicide are, are wrong, you know? Yeah. And, that, and you're just thinking, oh man, what if, I can't believe I, I like was thinking all of that. And then you shame yourself for having these thoughts. You know what I mean? All these yeah. negative side effects behind this what they're doing <laughs> it's like trying to leave a, a cult but being pulled back in it and guilt tripped yeah you know you're like you know what one thing cults do is they love bomb you they're like you matter you matter but you know we got we, we got to control you at the same time <laughs> you know they take yeah. away your identity so yeah the pro-life agenda works in the same way as a religious cult yeah yeah and plus they don't have any objective theories to back up their shit yeah inconsiderate inconsiderate bastards that's all i say to them <laughs> it's true you know yeah. one form of activism that i tried in 2016 was actually challenged a counselor that saw on the right to die the unconditional right to die way back in 2016 because i i believed in this for like 20 years and <clears throat> you know i made all my points i didn't say anything about wanting to kill myself i just made this a purely philosophical conversation and he ended up saying if everyone had the right to die i would be out of a job i'm like what is the money money over mercy bullshit so he yeah. so I got him to out himself. I mean, I don't pull punches. And and these people say to me, hey, you you are uh, encouraging suicide." And I just, "What's bad about that? Why you people are encouraging suicide by making them addicted to the game, to the game of suicide that that guarantees death, that the only certain thing is death. So basically, you are encouraging them to suicide. I." By first of all, by giving them birth, and then just for, for forcing them to exist. 
I if I tell it like again, if I if a kid says to me, uh, you say, to, hey, you make a really good argument. You make a lot of sense that hey, if I check out, then I prevent my suffering and the suffering that I will inevitably cause. And that's a really that's a really good reason to check out. And I want I'm I don't care if I'm eighteen or ten or eleven. I have this argument. I want to check out. Why are you gonna stop that kid? What what's the reason to Say to the kid, no, that no, you have to live more, live your life. There's so many good experiences. Fuck you. <laughs> I mean, we're basically, you know, yeah, we're being molested into trying to get a hard on for life. It's just not working. I don't want it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's even like- if even someone could have enjoyed life and done all the good things of life, I heard a story about a sports announcer or some guy that was just a real successful sports announcer and he did great he was successful he loved his life part of his letter when dying was i had a great wonderful life i couldn't appreciate it more you know i'm grateful i understand that i i didn't i it could have been way worse but i'm deciding to check out now because i'm preventing you know this re, this old this aging thing where you're getting all kinds of ailments and diseases and you know, I mean, this the day aging thing can take decades on people, and those are supposedly the golden years. But I thought it was pretty logical for the guy to check out then because yeah, who I mean, wants to be in a nursing home for 10 years? Who, who wants to do that? Yeah, I know it sounds horrific, and I see people doing it, and they're just kind of and they're struggling so much, but yet they, they're not saying anything about like, hey, I don't want to play this game anymore, like they. Maybe they're afraid. It's maybe that's part of the taboo. But I mean, maybe they're yeah. literally afraid of, of saying those those words. But because they know that next thing you know, the cops are walking in the room. You know, like yeah. that's how that's how bad it is. So, but a lot of other people are just genuine life lovers, and they'll they'll go through whatever it takes. You know, till the bitter end to <laughs> to go through it because they think they have a purpose, and it goes back to the God thing. You know, they think God. They think them dying of some horrific thing is is God's purpose and plan for their life. And ugh, that's like you know, there's a lot of survivors of diseases. You know, uh, and okay, they almost die, but they conquer cancer or something like that. But they're just gonna go through the dying process all over again. I had a a great aunt who, um, you know, she had a heart attack. A year before she died, she had a heart attack. She said everything was peaceful, and then they brought her back to life. You know, uh, less than a year later, she was diagnosed with an intestinal cancer, and she died a horrifying death. She also voted against uh, the Death with Dignity Act in California, where she lived, because she was Mormon. So I guess she died the Jesus way. <laughs> yeah, and this is one of the things, right? They, these these guys, these people, they can have all sorts of these liabilities. They can go through cancer and say, "Yeah, go give it to someone else." They would want to go through that. No, I don't want to go through that. I don't want to be you. I don't want to be your kid. I don't want to. I don't want to do any of this crap. If you, if you, this stoic bullshit of, yeah, look, I fought cancer and now I'm alive. I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No. Well, why should you even have to experience a doctor coming in and saying, uh, we're sorry you have a stage three neuroblastoma? You know, why should you, 
we know all the leading causes of death are gruesome. So yeah. why not skip it? You know what? Yeah. By using a peaceful fucking method. I mean, god damn, it's just humanity. And there's and there's no it's the, the wasted part is the real cruel part is if there was some redemptive reasoning or cause behind the suffering you could just you could barely maybe justify it in some crazy weird you know defense but there is none it's all wasted all suffering is always wasted especially when it's the kind that you die from because when you're dead that's it you're dead and the years before was pure pain whatever or decades before um all for what all for no reason other than just to just die and then that's it all that wasting, wasted suffering was it existed in the universe. It was there, yeah. it was real. It but it happened. was now, now it's nobody cares. It's in the past, whatever. And it's like unjustified suffering. You know what I mean? There's no justice to it. It's like yeah. torture. It's like a crime that nobody's paying a price for. You know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they forget about it. They'll say, yeah, so what? Holocaust happened. So what? Yeah, it happened. They'll just say it happened. Yeah, they'll just say, okay, let's get on with the fucking again. Let's just, you know, make more babies. It's just so fucked yeah. up. That's the thing about, like, you know, when I look at history, you know, uh, every time a tragedy happens, people want to find reasons to have hope. So they start having more children. So, like, after World War Two, we had the baby boom after the great, you know, after the bubonic plague you know there's a baby mm. boom another baby boom in europe it's like it's like it's so counterintuitive to logic it's like the more destruction people see the more they want to procreate and the places that are more stable like let's say japan they're losing population they're having less children and they're in you know there's the suicide rate is higher too yeah they're going in extinction right in front of our eyes japan is extincting right in front of our eyes and you know it, uh, they're so it's so bad there won't be any japanese like and it's just like saying is it bad that there are no martians is it really bad that there are no martians come on just get real have you ever shed a tear that oh there's no martian <laughs> love no bullshit come on get real people that's yeah. that's reality for what it is, and that's based base our decisions on that, not wishful thinking. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Good point. Yeah, excellent. Uh, yeah, it's like you, you you look at Mars. Nothing is happening happening on Mars. There has been no world wars, no Holocaust, no cancer, and people are like you know you see these astronomers like Neil deGrasse Tyson. You know he's an atheist, but He's like, we're lucky to have been at the right place at the right time to have life. <laughs> That's the problem. The problem yeah. started. Yeah. The problem started with this one freaking molecule that we duplicated and evolved and turned into a hus. I mean, yeah. shit. That's the yeah. silly killer. And just, like Martin's wonder, uh, they, they prevented all of that. And just like if you don't wake up tomorrow you won you prevented your cancer diagnosis you prevented your heartbreaks you prevented all the suffering that's the win come on yeah. people get this yeah so you know the 
you know, like heartbreaks, you know, a lot of people want to die because they broke up with their girlfriend. And I think, you know, people use that as like a, a, a statement saying, well, it's illogical to want to die because of a tragic event. But, you know, it reminds people that these tragic events will continue. There'll be more breakups, more hardships, you know, and, they, and breaking up with a girlfriend at 18 is just a fucking beginning. Yeah, and like, I don't even, like, if somebody says to me that, hey, man, my good friend left me or my boyfriend left me or blah, 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 and I just don't want to live through this. Yes, sure, you can check out. I'm not going to say to her or him that, no, it's a logical it's a logical to go out because you're a girlfriend. I, I don't I don't want to disrespect their suffering. I don't know what's going in their brain. They're, they might be suffering so much because of this loss. You can think it's irrational to kill yourself because your girl left you, but that person is suffering. And it's there. And again, why do you want to, why do you, what's the reason for, like, again, this is one of the arguments that I give. We're all going to die. So there's no reason to be afraid of that. The question is, why prolong it? That's the real question. Why prolong it? And there's no good answer to that. None. For okay, you can end life on Earth. Okay, if that's the goal, if you can end sentient life on Earth, yes, do it. But how likely it is we're going to do that? I mean, all these pro-life idiots, all they have to say is shit like, choose life. It's like, well, life was not chose for us, and <laughs> we have no control over our demise unless we have the right to die. So, yeah, we are terminal beings <laughs> doomed. We are doomed to be freaking slaughtered, and that is the truth. We can't choose life. We can choose it yeah. until something ends it. Yeah, and people, like, people are so hard on just this, like, optimism stuff like just 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 you know try to enjoy it just enjoy life you're so negative you know you're so pessimistic all these things or whatever and uh, it's it's just it's irrelevant irrelevant to the it, question irrelevant yeah. the fact that's what irrelevant. i was getting ready to say actually yeah like in these people of course i'll be depressed if i'm in, stuck in a game of uh, you know where there's no fairness there's unnecessary imposed suffering uh, and no deserve and no consent. Of course, I'll be depressed if I'm playing that game. You yeah. should be too. I know. That's I mean, couldn't we make the same argument that can we? Couldn't we make the argument that optimists are insane? They're unsound of mind. The happy, the high and happy kind of people. You know. Oh yeah, because it's a lot of it's just denial. Really, they just it's it's comfortable to live in denial about all the bad stuff and just kind of focus on the good stuff and the puppy dogs and the ice cream and the, whatever, you know, yeah. because, and I don't, I don't really blame them, even though it's annoying because their, their life worldview is causing a lot of harm by supporting prevention or prohibition. But like, like when they talk like that and do that, I, I, I see it as just more evidence that, that they're just in denial and they don't want to accept the truth and they want yeah to and they should get help not me they should get help they should watch in mendum videos and you know our videos and get help yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. reality it's oh, true man, yeah <laughs> if you want help listen to our videos listen to 
you know, you know, Gary to talk yeah. about life and mend him. Uh, oh yeah, definitely. Uh, it could, it helped me. I mean, I'm a, I, yeah. I, I'm, I would claim I'm a, I'm sold. I was sold when I started like watching his stuff, and you know, he's he's an amazing person, and I, I'm yeah. like he influenced me in such a great way to see i mean i was already kind of halfway like thinking these stuff but i mean it it's important to get someone that makes yeah the way that you you get. yeah the passion the way he says is the passion is very influencing it it's you know it yeah. feels good to like this guy is passionately speaking for the victims that's a good thing yeah He's Absolutely. the most brilliant man alive, in my opinion. There is no one who beat him at logic. Yeah. That's why we believe in this philosophy called ethelism, which do, have, yeah. have we ever talked about it on a, a podcast? No, I don't think so, but we probably should because we're all ethelists, and that's yeah. part of Blaze's name, too. So, I mean, yeah, that's part of it. Yeah, I'm Ethel West Virginia. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. So, Ethelism is uh, life spelled backwards, ism. It's uh, an understanding that the only negative that can emerge from chemical reactions in the universe is sentient life. And as simple as that. If you don't create the problem, you won't have to solve the problem. It's simple. Yeah. No, no need to create need. You know, simple. it's an efficient efficiency. <laughs> yeah, that's one of my favorite. In logic, better logic, it will always win. Like you can say you create the mess and clean up all of it, but it would still be more logical to not make the mess in the first place. Like we don't clean up mess, right? There's a lot of fucking mess on this planet. You don't clean it up, but even if you clean, you clean it all up, right? You make it uh, fail safe. Even then, the logic wins that if you don't create it, if you don't create the need. Then you won't need to create the Superman to create uh, clean up all the mess. You don't need any of that. And yeah. the need is the the need question. That the word need is what they they always avoid because they everybody knows deep down there's no need for any of this. Come on. Yeah. There's no need to create more need that never needed to exist. And yeah. <laughs> you still don't need to exist. There's no need. Yeah. Only if you want to. I mean. If somebody, you know, wants to live out the rest of their life, then have at it. Just we should be, you know, people like us or people who want to die now should be treated with just as much dignity and respect. Exactly. Absolutely. Well, Blaze, I really appreciate you coming on. Um, is there, yeah, I didn't you have our recording is uh, coming close to an end, but I just thought I would see if you wanted a, anything else to talk about or whatever, but either way, I want to thank you very much for having you on. You're awesome. And I love watching your videos. <laughs> yeah, I love watching your, your videos too. Like, especially this, this one, the, the three minute one, the right to no longer exist one. I just like, it always gets me in the fields. Like, oh, oh, thanks. Excellent. And I, I, I really like your channel too. I doubt it. Excellent work. And I really like that that video of yours where you were the, you know, that little I don't know little loaded something. He 
he killed himself and you made a response video to the guy the judge oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they, that was an excellent video oh thank you so much appreciate it but uh, yeah i uh, appreciate you coming on i mean you, 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 your ideas and thoughts are so great so um you're always welcome to come on anytime yeah, and course. chat like this because like we were saying it is therapeutic you know to um have like-minded people because we are in the few you know which is unfortunate but you know it's important for us to get this out there though because you know more people can hear it and yeah and we could normalize the right to die you know a little bit more even if it's yeah a smidge the words that come out maybe they'll influence you you can you you know it's it's important it's important work yeah absolutely um especially you know I think it's important to reach out to younger people, like people in their 20s, late teens, 20s, who are just learning about this. And, you know, because the right to die as it stands is pretty much ran by elderly people. Not yeah. To, you know, not, not to discredit, you know, old people who are for this, but I'm just saying I think the younger generation will catch on to this a lot more than and they have more time to like if they change their trajectory on their worldview it, it could influence decades more of proper decision making <laughs> yeah but yeah what thanks if, so much for coming on really appreciate it yeah thank yeah. you very much man all right well yeah. that's um Ethel blaze will have the link in the show notes and please subscribe to his channel and uh, enjoy his stuff and um i guess we will see you next time on the right to no longer exist podcast have a good day folks yep until next time everybody you have been listening to the right to no longer exist a right to die podcast we hope that you have enjoyed your time and found the information valuable Please visit us at the right to no longer exist.com to learn more about our organization and mission statement. You can also follow us on our social media platforms at the right to no longer exist. There you will find links to our individual channels as well. If you would like to contact us, please email the right to no longer exist at gmail.com. Thank you for your time, and let's remember that during the time that it took to listen to this podcast, Dozens, if not hundreds of people endured a horrific death by suicide. Let's fight together for a world where this doesn't happen anymore. See you next time on the Right to No Longer Exist podcast.